Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Uh, our first interview, and that would be with Michael Rabel, and Michael is the director of programming for Cinequest. I've from, gathered for, for a few years has been uh, in this role. Uh, and again, Cinequest, we'll have him describe what it is, but it's one of those film festivals that 100,000 people attend every year, uh, and the, the, the level of interest in the cinematic community is very high for this film. It may fly a little bit re- below the radar in terms of what sort of con film festival, in terms of sort of its profile, but it's an influential and important uh, film festival, and we're honored to have with us today Michael Rebel. Michael, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to make sure that I got that right. I mean, I, I, in terms of what the general public knows about film festivals, there's Sundance, Con, a couple of others. And I know Cinequest is brought up, but maybe not uh, uh, sort of in that sort of upper tier of film festivals in terms of its awareness. But it seems to me every year I hear more about what comes out of Cinequest than a lot of other film festivals. Is that fair? Well, Am I f- yeah, that that is that is that is very fair to say. Um, we we are really a big discovery festival, so we do a lot of first and second time filmmakers. So we really want to find like future talent. Uh, we do a lot of shorts of premiere features that uh, come from, I guess, at first or second time filmmakers. We do uh, established filmmakers too, and and so on. But but our real goal, uh, because we're in Silicon Valley and there's a lot of startups here and everything else, and they're really interested in finding those new voices. And so that's something we really search for. And so we have a, a section called New Visions, which is really focusing on that. Our main competition is an international competition. Uh, and then we just added um, uh, this year for the first time a uh, genre competition for fantasy, so- horror, sci-fi. Um, so this is we're, we keep on evolving and keep on growing, and that's one of the things we do. We we try to find what's current and what's what's happening in the world. And since part of this year of introducing that set, that section was because you know films like Get Out um, are are getting more notoriety, and we're finding that there's more innovative voices in the genre films nowadays than there used to be too. There used to be just slasher movies that was your genres for horror, but nowadays there's so much really intelligent horror being made that we wanted to focus and do something around that too right did i understand you correctly is in fact was get out did it premiere or was it kind of a big platform oh no no no, i'm just i was just talking about how um essentially it's it's getting more notoriety now nominated for best picture and you know it's those films weren't always ignored in the past right and so we're always trying to go along and find out new ways to uh, bring those voices gotcha. to light. And that, that's what Cinequest does a lot, is find, find new voices in film. Well, you really describe sort of the mission statement of, of <clears throat> this radio show as first and second time filmmakers. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more with you in terms of horror uh, and that genre. I think of A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night as one of those films that really ex- yeah. begins to expand the horizon of what is possible, in, not in terms of just you know, sort of the horror, the scare factor, but in an intelligent way of getting to different issues in ways that are so creative. And Get Out is a great example of that. 
Yeah, and and I, I mean, I I always I always tell people they always ask me like, oh, you do you like horror movies? I'm like, well, I, had, I like certain horror movies. Yes. Um, but that my my favorite of all time, and it, and it, people would you know differ on me if it's a horror film or a sci-fi film, but it, I think Alien uh-huh. uh, is one of the scariest sci-fi movies I've ever seen. So, yeah, you know, yeah. back in 1978, I believe it was. So. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, this year's 2018 Cinequest. Uh, by the way, I've sort of left off one part of the uh, the description of the film festival: virtual reality VR festival, yeah. film and virtual reality. Festival. So let's, but. Go go ahead and sort of give us the the big picture, and or or drill down wherever you feel like it. Well, ac- actually, I mean, let, let's go ahead and talk about that because I mean, the the big picture is more. Like we we search for the voices. I kind of covered that, yeah. and um, that's that's what we do, and yeah. and so. But part of the other thing is we're based in Silicon Valley, so we want to talk about new technologies and innovations too. Right. And VR is still a a, a developing technology, and it's. Con- con- uh, continue to develop every year. Um, and so we introduced it for the first time in last year's festival um, as far as like putting it as part, as part of our, our program. Uh, we were going to do it earlier than that, but it turned out we just weren't ready at the time, and the technology itself wasn't ready at the time. But now, last year it was, and this year even more so. Um, so we, we're making that part of it because uh, the... the being here in the place where most of those companies exist, it made sense to us to show what VR can do for cinema, for the experiences, and so on. So we actually are breaking it down into three different three different uh, kind of uh, sections within the VR, which is the VR cinema, mm-hmm. which are those films you go into and watch. Like a, you could watch a documentary, you could watch a sci-fi film. We even have the U.S. premiere of Ultraman VR this year. So um, there's a lot we're doing. We're doing a world, world premiere of a, of a VR experience with Nicolas Cage, uh, who's one of our guests this year. Right, um, right. Um, and then... Uh, on top of that, we have the VR Lounge, which we are actually showing more of those interactive experiences where you go in, you walk around your environment, you, it could be a game. One of them, Alumet, is uh, uh, by Penrose uh, Studios. That is one of the most phenomenal animated short films plus VR experience I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just oh, it's... amazing to go through. What, what's, it I mean, you, what's it called again, Michael? It, it's, call, it's called Alumet, A-L-L-U-M-E-T-T-E. It's, a, it's based on a French book. Um, and it's this uh, incredible animated piece uh, by a company in San Francisco um, that uh, you, you go into the environment and you... It's this village in the sky in the clouds, mm-hmm. and I found my there's a bridge that goes across uh, from uh, some of the buildings. I find myself ducking as I'm going through it, even though <laughs> I don't have to. I know I don't have to, but your your brain tells you you need to duck under a bridge. But it's just this it's just phenomenal. You walk through this entire vi- environment. You're you're really part of the village when you're there, and it shows. And, and there's a story going on too, and it shows what VR can do, though. And that's what I find so fascinating about it because it's the one is the one of the first I saw. And it won me over to VR immediately. I was. Uh, gonna, also, go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. Well, I, let, real quick, while we're on VR, because <coughs> I, I really am not sure how close, and you have probably a, a certainly closer to the ground on this than I am. How close are we to uh, to a, a theater experience where we go in and 
it, it, you know, stepping out of our house to go somewhere to see a, a VR film? Are we close? Is the technology what? How do you? How would you describe that that transition? If there or or where we are in terms of uh, of that experience? I think it, I think it's very early to tell on that still uh, because at this stage, I mean, they are building out um, various apps that in that social media realm that people can interact in environments, you become an avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm certainly there's film has been made about this. Obviously there's one coming out by Spielberg coming out soon. Mm. Um, but you, there are certain apps that do that, but I think that we're still a few years away from bringing that into the full cinema because when you put on goggles, it's kind of a personal experience anyway. Yeah. What they have to do is come up with a way that, to link them all together within the theater that you're all experiencing something different. And until the right project comes along to do that and somebody has the vision to do that, I think that it's still a ways away. Um, uh, because, I, again, it's like how do you link everybody together in an environment um, and make it something you want to go to an event to? So it's, it's just it's kind of interesting. I'm not sure how far away we are from it. It could be years. It could be you know, months, but I, I know right now that I don't feel like we're going to be seeing it at least for the next five years. You're right. And overcoming that hurdle of once you put on <clears throat> those goggles or whatever they're called, yeah. you're, you're, in a, you're in a singular experience, or at least you feel like you're in a singular experience. So going to a theater is a communal um, experience. So you're right, bridging that sort of uh, sort of technically and I think psychologically will be will be a real challenge. Well, yeah, I think it's very important you mention the psychologically because it it is. It's like like I was telling, I I ducked under the bridge. I know I don't have to, but your brain is telling you yeah. this is what you need to do. <laughs> and, and putting and just putting aside the the cinematic quality of a VR experience is, well, gosh, what are the what are the opportunities for you know uh, post traumatic stress disorders, psychological disorders, phobias, all the kinds of things that people would be able to experience in their brain that VR could really be a big part of helping uh, helping us all with. I, I think the, the possibilities oh, yeah, are, yeah. Are, are really almost endless in that regard. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, already, they're already using it in the medical field. I mean, they are, they're doing it for training in the medical field and all that stuff. So I, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. No, it's great. It's a great. And I'm, it's so good to see cinema, art, the arts in the forefront of sort of, you know, pioneering what, where we're going with, with a lot of this. Uh, I just cut you off before we go for that VR discussion. Talk about some of the sort of the the higher profile uh, maybe events and some of the films that you think are, are certainly noteworthy. Before we do, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Michael Rabel. He is the director of programming for uh, Cinequest, which is uh, coming up. February 27th through March 11th. You can, it's in the San Jose, Redwood uh, City area. Uh, it's one of the great uh, film festivals uh, in the world. So uh, jump in, Michael, wherever you want on this. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the, 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 the opening night film. Uh, we're having William H. Macy's new film, and he'll be here to talk about it. It's called Crystal, K-R-Y-S-T-A-L. And so he'll be here to introduce the film. This is his third time at Cinequest. He actually received the Maverick Spirit Award uh, about in around 2013, I think. Um, maybe a little bit before that, but um, and then he's been back a couple t- or another time since, and this will be his third time here. And he's opening the festival this time with his new comedy uh, with uh, Rosario Dawson. Um, and then um, closing night is actually going to be really fun. It's a documentary uh, called Brothers in Arms, and that one is it's a world premiere. We're doing that a world premiere on closing night of that film, and it's a, a documentary talking about the uh, 
experiences of the actors um, uh, making Platoon with Oliver Stone. Oh. And um, which was uh, obviously at the time an independently made film that went on to win the Best, best uh, Picture Award at the Oscars. Um, so the wow. film itself has all the actors who were basically discovered, I mean, essentially discovered in the, the film, Platoon. I mean, uh, Johnny Depp wasn't really known that well at the time. Charlie Sheen, uh, Tom Berenger was slightly known. But, and Willem Dafoe, I mean, he was nominated for the, for the award. And, um, yeah. So we uh, there's a lot uh, that's going to happen with that that night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Very cool. Um, and then um, I mentioned Nicholas Cage is going to be here earlier. He's do, we're giving him a Maverick Spirit Award, along with Andy McDowell oh. uh, and Tatiana and Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black. Nice, nice. Um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, please. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then um, I was going to mention uh, we we introduced the Media Legacy Award to uh, people who've uh, furthered it through film criticism. Uh, for, for the industry through film criticism, and we're doing that with uh, Ben Mankiewicz this year from uh, TCM. Nice. What a, what a, you know, the, he's just such a great host, isn't he? <laughs> he just seems like... Yeah, oh yeah, and, he, and, he, and, and his emails are funny and personable and everything. He's going to be a lot, he's going to be great with the audience, and we're showing a, his, uh, a, a film directed by his grandfather for the event, and he's going to discuss it and everything, oh, so it's oh, going to be wonderful. great. Oh, wonderful. By the way, for those who don't know, I believe uh, it's, I believe the screenwriter for the greatest film of all time, Citizen Kane, right? I, am I, am I, 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 I believe I believe he was uh, yeah, his grandfather was the writer for that. Yeah. Yes, okay. Just want to make sure. I, I don't 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 quote me on that, but I, I think you're right. Me I, neither. I didn't do all my research on his, all of his family, but yeah, no, yeah, obviously, but uh, certainly an instrumental part. If it, we're talking about the same Mankiewicz, so uh, yes. Uh, well, let's uh, some of the other highlights uh, in the last couple of minutes we've got with you. By the way, uh, I want to applaud you for your commitment to film i mean film in general i know you've been doing this a while tell us a little bit about how long you've been a part of sort of the uh uh programming your love of film sort of where did where do the roots come from for you well it, it it's um it's a kind of a i don't know if it's a funny story but um i was producing uh films in college okay. um okay. back in the late 80s early 90s and um and uh, the person who was producing my films basically uh, had come in like the, the second year of CineQuest and was doing what I basically am doing now, although on a much smaller level. I think they were getting 200, 300 submissions at that time. We're getting about 3,000 to 3,500 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were only four days back then, four-day festival. And um, I came in and volunteered early on around the third year of the festival, and kind of like just did, you know, miscellaneous things like about, you know, 10 hours of volunteer work or something like that. And then he was going to be leaving and I, I was graduating. So he said, hey, why don't you uh, talk to, talk to them about this? Cause I'm going to be leaving. Wow. And, uh, we, we ate at a Thai restaurant and <laughs> it's kind of like went, went from there and I, be, I became the full fledged programming director in 96. Oh, congratulations, man. That is awesome. That is incredible, and what a change you've seen in not only uh, this this the whole realm of independent filmmaking and and filmmaking in general, but also in CineQuest. And uh, congratulations to you for for your commitment and and your love of film. Uh, you're yeah, no, I mean, it, it, we, we, we from the first year they were like three thousand people showed up, and now we're over a hundred thousand, which amazing. is like the 
just crazy. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, I have like a minute with you left. I just want to mention a couple of films. The Bork McEnroe film is is going to be playing there. Beirut, which is a film with uh, Rosa, Ros, Rosamund Pike. We've got a lot of great films coming up. The Last Movie Show with Burt Reynolds. I, that should be an interesting film. What they had. There's just uh, with Hilary Swank and Michael Shannon. Just so many, so many great films. I, I'm probably doing a disservice to so many others. Uh, Ishmael's well they're, 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 well, they're all on the website. They're all on the website. W, there you go. www.cinequest.org, O-R-G. Right. So. Well, congratulations on the on this year's uh, film festival. I'd love to get up there. I may I may actually just uh, drop in and uh, and because it's uh, it's not that far from here. It's a, it's a it's a plane flight away from uh, San Jose to get to where you guys are doing this, starting on February twenty seventh through March eleventh. And all the best uh, and and congratulations on another great year. Thanks so much. And if you do come up, let us know. All right, I will, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> all right, take care. Thanks. Bye bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.